News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Dan Schwartzman. The U.S. along with the U.K. and with support from Australia, Bahrain, Canada and the Netherlands launched airstrikes and missiles at Houthi rebel targets in Yemen. Sixty targets were attacked overall, including radar installations, missile launchers and storage sites. The raid was carried out by fighter jets based on the USS Eisenhower aircraft carrier, along with submarine and surface ship launch Tomahawk missiles. President Biden, in a statement released by the White House, said that he would, quote, not hesitate to direct further measures to protect our people and the free flow of international commerce as necessary. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell says he welcomes the strike and that the president's decision to use military action is overdue. McConnell also says he's, quote, hopeful these operations mark an enduring shift in the Biden administration's approach to Iran and its proxies. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, who has faced bipartisan criticism for not telling anyone, including the White House, for days that he was hospitalized for complications from surgery to treat prostate cancer, also says in a statement that, quote, this action is intended to disrupt and degrade the Houthis' capabilities to endanger mariners and threaten global trade in one of the world's most critical waterways. Earlier in the day in a television appearance, the leader of the Iran-backed Houthi rebels had vowed a big response against the U.S. and allies if they launched military action against them. Abdul Malik al-Houthi said, quote, any American attack won't go unpunished. Hunter Biden pleaded not guilty to federal tax charges in Los Angeles. The president's son has been accused of nine felony and misdemeanor tax offenses of trying to skip out on paying $1.4 million in taxes over a four-year period. Biden had originally thought he had a plea deal that would have spared him a criminal trial as his father is running for re-election, but the deal collapsed due to differences on blanket immunity. Biden is also facing charges in Delaware of lying on a federal form for gun purchasers. Donald Trump did speak during closing arguments in his nearly 11-week fraud trial in New York, ranting on for five minutes even before being granted permission by the judge. Trump was finally cut off when the judge told Trump's attorney to control his client. The former president claimed the case was a political witch hunt against him. Trump is accused of inflating his assets to get more favorable terms on hundreds of millions of dollars of loans. New York Attorney General Letitia James is arguing for Trump to have to pay $370 million for alleged illegal profits. James says Trump isn't above the law. At the end of the day, the point is simple. No matter how powerful you are, no matter how rich you are, that no one is above the law and that the law applies to all of us equally and fairly. That's New York Attorney General Letitia James. Former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan has stepped down as honorary national co-chairman of No Labels, a centrist advocacy group leading to speculation that the moderate Republican is looking to run as a third-party candidate. Back in October, Hogan told Bloomberg he was not shutting the door on a possible presidential run. According to an October Gallup poll, Americans interested in a third-party candidate such as West Virginia's Joe Manchin or Robert Kennedy Jr. is at its highest levels in 20 years. President Biden wants a half million electric vehicle chargers across the country by 2030 and is deploying billions of dollars to meet that goal. Bloomberg's Amy Morris reports from Washington. The Biden administration is rolling out $623 million in competitive grants to states to help build out a nationwide EV charging network. The spending comes as the government faces criticism for a slow start on federally funded EV chargers breaking ground. Winning projects include EV charging stations at apartments in New Jersey, charging docks for e-bikes and e-scooters in Arizona, and hydrogen fueling stations for trucks in Texas. Electric vehicle sales grew by only 1.3 percent at the end of last year. In Washington, Amy Morris, Bloomberg Radio. 
Thanks, Amy. Hertz is shrinking its electric vehicle fleet by one-third. That's roughly 20,000 cars and adding more gas-powered vehicles. It blames a lack of customer demand and high repair costs. Add Google to the list of tech companies shedding workers as 2024 begins. It's laying off hundreds of people from its digital assistant, hardware, and engineering teams. Google's search business is feeling the heat from AI offerings from Microsoft and OpenAI. After 24 years and six Super Bowl rings, the New England Patriots and head coach Bill Belichick have agreed to part ways. The 71-year-old won a total of 296 games, including the playoffs, while head coach of the Pats. Belichick, along with Tom Brady, led the team to a record 17 division titles, nine conference championships, and nine Super Bowl appearances. That's news when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Dan Schwartzman, and this is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.